The verse of the day yesterday was Matthew 4, 4, and it says, But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And when I read that um, on my phone yesterday morning, it really stood out to me of just realizing honestly how practical the Spirit is and how God is. Because what hit me was realizing it says, Man shall not live by bread alone. So it's saying... You'll still live by bread, but not only bread. You have to have the word of God with you. Um, And the context of that is the enemy is testing, um, tempting Jesus in the wilderness. And basically he said, hey, I know you're hungry. Turn that stone into bread for you to eat. And he says, no, like, that's not how I'm supposed to use my power. I'm not supposed to just live by bread. I'm supposed to live off the word of God. And God hasn't told me to do that um and he quotes that actually from deuteronomy um and looking in that context is moses is talking to the people basically right before they would be going into the promised land talking about as god has led them out of egypt and through the wilderness um and now what the promised land will be like for them and so reading that is Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 10. And it says, And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and feed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man does man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees, and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land with whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. And so in that, Moses is saying, hey, God was actually testing you this whole time of what, where does your heart lie? Is it seeking after idols, which is the whole reason they were in the wilderness for 40 years? Or is it actually with the word of God that he spoke, that he said, hey, I'm going to give you a promised land. I'm going to keep you and I'm going to protect you. He provided for them manna. He said, hey, during this whole journey that I'm going to lead you to the land I have for you, I'm going to rain down manna every morning. I'm going to tell you how to collect it and keep it so it doesn't spoil, especially on the Sabbath days. When I'm not going to have you collect it. Where you're not going to do anything and just rest with me. You're still going to have food so you don't die in the wilderness out here. 
I'm not gonna let your feet swell so that when you're walking this whole journey that you just can't walk anymore because you're in so much pain last week I played frisbee and I was just exhausted and could barely function after so I mean walking through the wilderness after 40 years and your feet not swelling that's a pretty big deal and the same with the clothes he didn't let them fall apart he didn't let them get worn out so that way they didn't have proper protection to be protected from the sun and just what's out in the wilderness that could harm them but he said don't worry about that basically focus on the word that I spoke to you and with all of that it really brought me to what Jesus said in Matthew 6 25 through 34 he says therefore I tell you do not be anxious about your life what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing look at the birds of the air they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not of more value than they and which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to a span of life and why are you anxious about clothing consider the lilies of the field how they grow they neither toil nor spin yet i tell you even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these but if god so clothes the grass of the field which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more clothe you oh you have little faith therefore do not be anxious saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear for the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need all of them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So in this passage, which really connects to, again, the beginning of man shall not live by bread alone, we'll still be functioning on bread for our physical bodies to be able to still remain alive, to hold our spirit and God's spirit now. But what Jesus is saying is stop worrying so much about those temporal things. God knows you need them. Everyone needs them to be able to survive on this earth. He knows you need food. He knows you need clothes. He knows you need a place to stay. He knows you need time to get homework done, to get work done. He knows you need time to rest. But he says, stop worrying about that stuff. Stop being so anxious of it and seeking after those things or seeking to try to fulfill those temporal things. He says, seek after my kingdom first, my righteousness first, And I will provide everything that you need, those temporal things. I will provide for you. I will take care of you. All I want you to do is seek after my kingdom, to continue to prosper my kingdom on this earth. I don't want you to only live by bread. I want you to live by the word of God that I have spoken to you.